Good evening, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm Carol Gannon, your Married for Life coach, and you are listening to One Flesh for Life. How is everybody doing today? I hope you're doing well. Hey, y'all, I am so excited tonight. I have been really, really pumped up because this Sunday morning message was so profound. In fact, it was so profound that it confirmed what I'm supposed to share with you tonight. And I know you are going to love it. Uh, You are in for a really good treat. As a matter of fact, since I was not here with you last week, um, because I had a family emergency, as, as usual, I like to give you a bonus special. So today we're going to have a two in one, which is basically two recordings just for tonight to make up for last week. All right. Is that fair enough? I hope it is for you, and I'm sure it is. Um, So tonight, I'm going to be sharing with you on the second pillar and the second warning sign that your marriage is heading on the verge of divorce. And as we talked about the week before last week, the second pillar is the spiritual or the ministerial pillar, which is basically the spiritual. That means having a strong spiritual foundation. So if you didn't quite get it or you need to be reminded or let me really bring it home to you tonight, I'm going to tell you a little short song. I'm not a good singer, but I'm going to sing a little song, a little Sunday school song. And it should remind some of you, if you sang this song, song, you can sing it along with me, all right? But if you didn't, um, I guarantee you it will really hit home for you what we're talking about tonight, all right, as it relates to your one flesh marriage. So here's this little Sunday school song. I hope it brings back memory to some of you. If it doesn't, then you'll, you'll get what I'm trying to say after I sing this song. And remember, I'm not a good singer. Remember this little um, Sunday school song. The foolish man built his house upon the sand. The foolish man built his house upon the sand. The foolish man built his house upon the sand. And the rain came tumbling down. The rain came down and the floods went up. The rain came down and the floods went up. The rain came down and the floods went up. And the house did not withstand. It didn't stand the flood, right? The second part of the song goes like this. The wise man built his house upon the rock. The wise man built his house upon the rock. The wise man built his house upon the rock. And the rain came tumbling down. The rain came down and the flood went up. The rain came down and the flood went up. The rain came down and the flood went up, but the house in the rock still stood. So build your house on the Lord Jesus Christ. So build your house on the Lord Jesus Christ. So build your house on the Lord Jesus Christ. And the blessings will come down. The blessings will come down and the praise go up. The blessings will come down and the praise go up. The blessings will come down and the praise goes up. And the rain and the floods will 
dance. That's what I remember from the song that I used to sing in Sunday school. I don't know if they still sing it now because I'm, of course, older. But that's what I remember from the Sunday school song. When I was singing it as a little child, of course, it just sounded good. And it sounded like, you know, you shouldn't build your house on the sand. You should build it on the rock. And it was reminding us to build our house on the Lord Jesus Christ. How does that relate to your one-sized marriage? You both guessed right. Yes. We need to build our marriage on that same solid foundation. A foundation on the rock. The rock, Jesus Christ. If you don't want your marriage to fall, if you want it to withstand the rains, the storms, the hurricanes that may come your way, then you need to build it on a sure, solid foundation. And a sure, solid foundation is not on sand. A sure, solid foundation is not on words. Words by somebody. Words of people who might tell you your marriage is good. It can laugh. It can do this. It can do that. You don't have to build it on that. You don't build your marriage on wonderful messages or sermons you build your marriage on the Lord Jesus Christ that is the second pillar that you need in order to withstand the wiles of the devil because Satan is always about like a roaring lion seeking whom he can devour that whom that that is the Bible is talking about the instruction manual regarding your one fresh marriage which is the Bible, the wiles of the devil. Satan is always about trying to devour us. That means wifey and hubby. That means technically your marriage. He's always about seeking whom he may devour. If you are not married, he's still seeking to devour you. But once you are married, then he's seeking to devour wifey and hubby. And you don't want that. How does he seek to devour you? He sets his bait. And when he sets his bait, he sets it about as traps to let you fall into those traps. When you fall into those traps, it's a domino effect. It just keeps snowballing and snowballing and just gets bigger and bigger until you decide to give up on your marriage because it's not working anymore and then get a divorce. Satan sets traps, my friend. If you don't understand what I mean by setting up traps, let me just give you this little story. And maybe it will bring home to you a little bit more of what I'm talking about. There is this dog owner who had a lot of, he collected a lot of dogs. And the reason why he collected a lot of dogs is because he tries to pick out the ones that are most most friendly and leave the ones that are very ferocious and rough and, you know, are like pit bulls. They're like fireballs. But he, he collects a lot of them and then he takes them out into the woods and he sets up these like little booby traps. It's, it's like little rat traps. And when he sets them out, he puts some food on there. 
the whole purpose of his mission is to try to get the dogs who are very, very sensitive to the smell or they are more they are more sensitive to these types of um, smells, certain smells, and they will go after and try to look for the food and they're the ones that will get stuck in that trap. They put their little paw on there and then it snaps at them and it holds them just enough for them to finish eating the bait and then they just get knocked out. And when they get knocked out, he puts on a collar and then takes them home. Once they wake up, then he kind of woos them and trains them to be part of his team of dogs that he's going to use to be like neighborhood dogs where he's going to sell them and use them and people are going to use them as their pets. So he's setting up these traps as a mission to try to get those dogs that are more vulnerable to the smell. And the smell, he puts the food into the potion that he fixes up and puts the food in there. And the smell is really a venomous trap. And it just attracts those kinds of dogs to it. And that's what he does. So when he gets those dogs, like I said, he takes them, put them on a collar after they eat the potion, it knocks them out, and then he picks them up when they're dead asleep, takes them in his truck and carries them home. When they wake up, they're on that collar, and now he's on a mission to give them away to families because those are the kind of dogs that are going to be a little bit more vulnerable and friendly, okay? So that's exactly what the devil does with hobbies and wifey. He sets out traps to catch you and get you to listen to him, pay attention to him, pay attention to what he loves. Like unforgiveness, that's a trap of the enemy. When you are caught in the when you are caught eating the potion of unforgiveness, the devil knocks you out and you are no longer in that forgiving spirit. You are no longer wanting to forgive your spouse. So now the enemy has you as a puppet and he can turn you in any direction you want. He can turn you against your spouse. He can turn you to think negatively about your spouse. So he now owns you and he's like that dog owner who takes you out when you're asleep, when you're asleep and just gives you away. He gives you away to when you are knocked out and you are dead asleep in your in your unforgiveness or your unforgiveness mode the devil now has authority to use that unforgiveness in your life and use it and plant more seeds of unforgiveness until it turns into bitterness against your spouse and that's what happens my friend so having a strong firm foundation in the lord jesus christ is necessary just like the song, the old Sunday school song that I just sang to you about. When you build your house, when you build your marriage on the foundation of Jesus Christ, Jesus is like a stone. He's like that very strong stone. Once you have him as your foundation in your marriage, it's hard. It's going to be hard 
for the hurricanes of life to hit when it hits your marriage for it to pull your marriage apart. Hurricanes of life are like the adultery that might come, the earthquakes that might come, like separation, you know, thunderstorms really, really hit your heart in your marriage. Thunderstorms are those, you know, strife and arguments and really, really tearing you apart, you know. Witchcraft, the spirit of witchcraft that comes into your marriage to pull it. Those are traps of the devil. We call them the bait of Satan. When Satan uses this bait as a potion, you eat of it and you consume it and you no longer Trust me, you no longer, after a while, you no longer have feelings for your hubby or wifey anymore. It seems like the love has gone cold, and before you know it, you're feeling and thinking about divorcing your hubby or wifey. I don't want you to have to go there. That's the second warning sign that your marriage is heading on the verge of divorce. When you are easily, easily carried away with the bait of Satan. And that happens when you neglect the needs of your marriage. That means your marriage needs are not being taken care of. The need of the wife is to be loved. That need is being ignored. And so you're now falling into the trap of the devil and he has taken over. So hatred might come about instead and anger towards her often instead of tenderness and forgiveness. You see what I'm saying? Those needs are not being taken care of. The need to submit to your husband and respect him as the head of the home, that's being ignored. Anytime you find yourself ignoring the needs of your marriage, the needs of the wifey and the needs of the hubby need to be met all the time. When you are ignoring these, that's the second warning sign that your marriage is heading on the verge of divorce. When you ignore those needs and you start consuming the bait of Satan. When you start enjoying the bait of Satan, that means that you have ignored the needs in your marriage. And those are what God has put in place for you to have a strong spiritual foundation. So don't get carried away with the bait of Satan. And the way to avoid getting carried away with the bait of Satan is to have a strong, firm foundation in the Lord Jesus Christ. How do you do that? You get in a, into a relationship with the Lord and you stay close to Him. Stay in the Word and stay in prayer. Stay in the Word, stay in prayer, and don't forsake the assembling of yourself with the believer. That means find a local church that you can be a part of and stay consistent with it all right i hope you enjoy this lesson tonight and don't forget don't forget if you have jesus christ as a solid firm foundation in your marriage that is the second pillar that can keep you away from the wiles of the devil just think of it as a just think of your marriage as a cheer Everybody know what a chair is like, right? When you have a chair, only the four legs can keep up that chair. If they don't have those four legs, 
it can't be a chair. You can't sit on it. Think of the chair as your marriage and the four legs of the chair as Jesus Christ. When you have him as your foundation, then the chair can stand firm and strong. That is what I'm talking about, my friend. Having Jesus Christ as your firm foundation is the second pillow that will keep you away from divorce. So don't forget, you never have to experience divorce ever again. God put the two of you together to be one flesh for life. God bless. Good evening, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back. Here is the bonus special for tonight. I promised you that I would give you this bonus special. It's our Fleshogram game, and it's version 2P2W. This is Fleshogram game version 2P2W. And here's how you know that you're having the correct version of this game. You want to look for your dog gloves, which is the gloves that you need to wear to make sure you pick up the correct puzzle pieces. And you also want to have your spirit magnifier to help you magnify those puzzle pieces to make sure that you can see the right one, okay? And then you're gonna have the gear in there, in the box. And the gear, of course, is a special version of the instructional manual specially made for the game. And in this game, guys, you have the puzzle pieces that look like um, are in the shape of rocks. So that's how you know you have the correct version of this game. And of course, the baby goggles to help you, you know, protect your eyes from the fly lies that come and splash in your face. You know, those fly lies that the enemy sends, he sends them and it's very dangerous in your eyes. So you want to be wearing those baby goggles. Fly lies are those lies that the enemy comes and tells you about your one first marriage so that you can be deceived and not have a lifelong marriage, okay? And um, we do have the Bless of Faith mask for those who feel that you need it. And as a special in this game, we have some rock candy treats for anyone who made all the right choices in putting the puzzle pieces together so this version of the game has rock candies that we will be awarding and sending to those people who had most of the puzzle pieces put together okay so let me give you a chance to go ahead and make sure you have all those items in your box so that you can come back and play the game we have some wonderful guests tonight it's a very small small audience but that's okay sometimes we do have larger audiences sometimes we don't so i'll give you a few minutes to make sure you have all those items in your box and then come back and play the flesh again game with us that's our bonus special for tonight i know you will enjoy it okay i'll give you a few minutes and then you can come back see you soon all right welcome back welcome back everybody it's me again, Carol Donaway, your Marital Life Coach. And this night's Fleshagram game, 
we only have two couples playing with us tonight and the first couple has a very powerful testimony one 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 of the couples in our audience tonight has a restored marriage the marriage was healed after three years they received they after a lot of counseling they decided to give it another try they were they got divorced they got divorced and they were trying to get get on with their lives apart so they were like separated for three years and while they were in the separation stage she was doing her own thing he was doing our own thing and yes they had children together and they were having visitations to each other because of the divorce um you know decision that they would visit each other's for visitation rights with both of them but um they they were just having a hard time going back and forth in the relationship trying to maintain a life without each other together and it was getting more and more frustrating for them they told me as the years would go by they would find they would find the wife said that most of the time she had tears coming down her eyes every time she thought about the man and the man said that the more he stayed away from her the more he was feeling like he had a hole in himself like something was missing so after three years of separation they said that they felt like it just made sense to give it one last try to see if they really were meant to be together because they said this time um they were going to try to see if they could fix it because they felt like you know they're they couldn't keep away from each other they were trying to be separated and trying to continue on with their life but it just was not working so when they came back together the last year they said that they have gotten closer to the lord and they felt like they really um want to be together forever so they're now restored marriage they've they've renewed their vows and they've decided that they're going to call it quits with nothing else nothing else is going to call it quits for them nothing else is going to make them call it quits on each other again that's what i'm trying to say so they're now been back together for two years not one year two years and so i want to welcome Thank you, Pamela and Kenneth, for sharing this powerful story with us. Um, you guys are a very powerful example of what we shared, what I shared with in the beginning, in the first part of this um, two-in-one special. I know you guys are praying, praying people, and even though you were separated for a while, um, you both told me that you were still praying for her, Kenneth, and and Bramila, you were telling me you are still praying for Kenneth. And because of your foundation in Jesus Christ, um, you were able to stand up and realize that, you know, maybe we should just give it one more try. Maybe we should. And that's what you've done. And I want to thank you for your testimony. I want to thank you for allowing me to share that testimony with everyone. It is a very powerful testimony, and I appreciate you guys for sharing it. All the way from San Diego, California, let's welcome Pamela and Kenneth tonight. And our next couple is Faith and Tim. They're from the Dominican Republic, 
and they're going to be there with us also. They have been married for 11 years. I appreciate you, Faith and Tim. Oh, you guys have been on um, another Fleshagram day before, so you are kind of not newbies to this thing. So you are like veterans to this thing. So I thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank you also for your testimony. You've been married strong for 11 years, even though you guys have been um, going through a lot with your children and in-laws and stuff like that. I thank you, Lord, for for Faith and Tim and also for Pamela and Kenneth. Thank you all for joining us tonight. Well, let's get right into our game. You know how it is. Um, You need to match up the correct puzzle pieces. Now, not, not each rock. The rocks that you see, the puzzle pieces look are in the shape of rocks. Not every color rock it goes with the same color pieces. Sometimes you might have a brown rock matching up with a black one. It doesn't matter. What is important for you to remember is that the puzzle piece with the phrase or the word must match a scripture related to that word or that phrase. Okay? So I just wanted to remind you, the color of the rock pieces of the puzzle does not necessarily have to match exactly the same color, but it must match the correct scripture related to this. And you can use the gear as your guide to help you, or if you know it offhand, no problem. Let's get right into it. The first one is called, the first word or the first puzzle piece is foundation. Who would like to get that for me? All right, thank you, Tim. You found that. It's 1 Corinthians 3, 11 and Matthew 7, 24 through 27. The Word of God tells us, and that's the instructional manual for your one first marriage, that there's no other foundation that any man can lay than the foundation in Jesus Christ. When you have Jesus Christ as your foundation, you can withstand any any dart, any boomerang, or anything that the enemy throws at you, any attacks that come your way, you are able to withstand it through trials and tribulation because you are, your marriage has that pillar, the second pillar, which is the spiritual foundation in Jesus Christ. Thank you all for that. That's wonderful. The next one is called the bait of Satan. The bait of Satan. Who has who has that one? Okay. Okay, Pamela, I see your hand up. You got that one? Yeah, it was kind of hard, wasn't it? Yeah, there's nowhere in the scripture that says bait of Satan, but we pretty much know that the bait of Satan is stuff that he does in our flesh, that our flesh likes. Anything that your flesh likes is a bait of Satan, of course. And the f- works of the flesh are what we're talking about. And that is, yes, you are right. Galatians 5, 19 through 21. Anything that pleases our flesh, that's why we want to consume it all the time, because it pleases our flesh. You love, whenever you get mad at your hobby or he keeps on hurting you repeatedly, it's easy to fall into the trap of unforgiveness because he's done it so many times. And when your hobby or wifey, continually puts you down in front of your in-laws or intimidates you it's going to be easy easy to be tempted to play the blame game and blame each other and there starts to be strife 
and bitterness starts to set in. Of course, that's the work of the flesh. That's the work of the flesh, my friends. That's no self-control. You have no self-control. You just start blurting out stuff whenever you get mad. You just start cursing her whenever you're ready because you are so upset with her putting you down in front of your old family, putting you down in front of your co-workers or when you go out together, she's putting you down. You're so frustrated with it. So you burst out in cursing and you don't care if you step on her toe or whatever. So that's the bait of Satan, my friend. Anything that pleases our flesh. Anything that he can get us to be really enjoyable pleasing our flesh. Alright? And that's in Galatians 5, 19-21. The next one is fruit of the Spirit. Of course, that's the opposite of the bait of Satan, right? Anything that would please our spirit is the fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit are the things that the, the Lord wants you to to be grounded in so that you won't be tempted and want and desire the things of your flesh which is the base of satan and who has that one thank you kenneth yes it's galatians 5 22 to 23 we all know that the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace long suffering everything everything that our flesh hates our our flesh hates to be patient with our husband or wife our flesh doesn't want to be patient when they're getting on, getting on our, our best, you know, on our, on our bad side, or whenever they don't want to comprehend what we're saying, they don't want to listen, they don't want to cooperate, they don't want to be on the same page with us, you know, we're patient, we're patient with them, even when they mess up, even when they, you know, cheat on us sometimes, we are even patient in that. That's the fruit of the spirit, my friends. You can't you can't do those things. You can't do those things unless you have the fruit of the spirit. And that's why having a strong, firm foundation in the Lord Jesus Christ, when we have that, He's the one that produces that fruit of the spirit in our lives. When you are firmly rooted and grounded in Jesus Christ, Jesus is the one that helps you to produce the fruit of the spirit in your life. Where you can resist the devil temptation to cheat on your spouse you can resist the devil's temptation to walk off and leave your husband or your wife you can because you are rooted and grounded in the fruit of the spirit the fruit of the spirit gives you the strength to be able to walk in the spirit and do those things that are not pleasing to the flesh the next one we have is the word rock and my friends, there are many puzzle pieces to that one, so I hope you can find all of them. No, there's not just one for this one. There's actually one, two, three, four of them that are related to this one puzzle piece. So that means you're going to match up all four on this, on this puzzle piece. Yes, that one is the blue rock, the blue rock. But it, has, it may have different color rocks to go with it. Has anyone found them yet? Oh, you need a little bit more time? Okay, but the game is almost over, so you want to hurry up. Thank you. Thank you. You finally found them. Thank you so much. It's Psalm 18.2. Yes, Psalm 89.26. Psalm 62.2 and 6. Matthew 16.18. Yes, yes, that's right. All of those represent the rock. 
just like we had talked about in my first part of the episode the rock that you want to be on is the spiritual foundation in Jesus Christ Jesus is the rock and when you stand upon a rock when your faith is in the rock he can help you to move mountains when your faith is in the rock Jesus Christ he will show you what he is capable of doing when you build your faith in him when you have a solid foundation in the rock when you put your life in the rock when you entrust your life in the rock jesus christ then you are building a foundation upon a rock and like i was singing in my sunday school song in the beginning when you build your house upon a rock it can stand any temptation of the devil right yes it's easier for the de- it's not that easy for the devil to tempt you when you're when you're strong in the lord it's easier for him to tempt you when you're not when your faith is when your faith is weak the devil comes in and tempts you for all kinds of stuff right remember when your faith is strong it's harder for the devil to tempt you so you want to be grounded and rooted in the rock and the way to do that is to develop a consistent relationship with him that means stay in fellowship with him stay in the word and stay in prayer stay on your knees for your hobby Stay on your knees for your wifey. Keep praying for them. Keep lifting them up before the Lord. Keep standing upon the word and declaring it and decreeing it over your wife. Keep standing and declaring and decreeing the word of the Lord over your spouse. Because that word is like a rock and it will keep you grounded in the things that you should. Yeah, we have three more, guys, and then that will be it. Three more puzzle pieces. The next one is tree. Tree. That one was easy, wasn't it? Because you guys remember Psalm 1. It's Psalm 1, verse 3. It says, the one that is planted. Planted. When when you are planted, when you are married. If your marriage is like the tree, if it is planted by the rivers of living water that's jesus christ if it's planted in jesus christ that means if it's planted in the lord the soil of the lord jesus christ then you will it won't be able to be pulled up by the storm will it there you go there you go and the next two are related kind of related the next one is a cornerstone you already got that one thank you Thank you. It's Ephesians 2.20. Jesus Christ is the true cornerstone. Once you are found, once you have used him as your firm foundation, remember the legs of the chair can only stand up if it is if it has the four legs. The cornerstone, Jesus Christ, is the four cornerstones of your legs, the legs of your marriage. If you want your marriage to stand all the time then it needs to be it needs to have the four cornerstone that's jesus christ jesus christ is the cornerstone let him be the legs of your marriage let him be the legs and he's the cornerstone he will make sure that your marriage stands strong against the wiles of the devil which is the next puzzle piece what are the wiles of the devil just what i said in the last one the bait of satan anything that your flesh desires so you want to keep the armor of god on and that will protect you from the wiles of the devil 
thank you so much, my friends. When you have the second pillar in your marriage, which is having Jesus Christ as a firm foundation, you will be walking in your calling as a hubby and as a wifey. That means you will be you will be walking in the things that you should be doing. And you will be wanting to meet the needs of your hubby or your wifey. When you are consistently meeting the needs of your hubby and your wifey, you are avoiding that red flag or that warning that your marriage could be headed on the verge of divorce, which is being carried away with the lust of our flesh or the desires of our flesh, which is the base of Satan. You don't want to and you don't have to be carried away with the desires of your flesh. Don't allow the enemy to trap you in his bait and get you to want to be separated or divorced from your hubby or your wifey. God put you two together to be one flesh for life. Don't forget that. So you never have to experience divorce ever again. Because God put the two of you together to be one flesh for life. God bless.